Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. We continue with Derech uh, Hashem. Beautiful Tuesday morning. And beautiful company. And we're going to try to wrap up Simon Hay this morning um, on the topic of Kiddush Hashem, being Makadish Shemaim. And the Ramchal is building up towards, he hasn't done the final reveal yet, um, but he's building up towards that final reveal where he will yank away the curtain and show us exactly why into Shema we're bringing in the, the Mahshav, the Kavana of giving up one's life for Kiddush Hashem, for the sanctity of God's name, and what that's doing during Shema and what that's doing globally. We, we, where we arrived at yesterday was a, uh, a conflict over here, a, not a scam, a conflict between two opposing forces that are going on in, in, in the world on, have, to, have to be going on the world on a constant uh, basis. One is that the world has to be geared towards a constant upgrade. <clears throat> the world's here to be upgraded. The world's here to be um, ever um, climbing, um, upgrading, and achieving closer levels of <clears throat> godliness and and <clears throat> becoming more and more and more receptive to godliness coming into this world, becoming a more of a refined, polished, and um, finished kli to allow HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be present here. That's on the one hand. So the world, we want that the world day by day is, is better, higher, um, more godly than it was the day before, week by week, month by month. Um, and at the same time, Hashem is constantly cycling and recycling on a 24-hour basis all the original creational energy, the original creational involvement of the six days of creation. So how can we have a world that's constantly be, being recreated according to the specifications that was given originally and, and at the same time, constantly getting an upgrade? How does that work? So this is the dilemma that we were... Um, Facing yesterday when we left off yesterday, let's continue exactly from there. Veula, veula. So a little bit more than halfway through. Hey, dalad, dalad. Hey, veula. Sider hachachma el yoyno mitzius heha'ora hazois hamischazekes umaaveres hachoshech shala olam. The Rebbeinu did put a concept and a, a um, source of energy into this world, which can be tapped into to upgrade the world and constantly being upgrading, upgrading the world, that can be constantly accessed to, to bring more condition to the world so that yesterday's world is, is not today's and next week's will be higher than this week's. There is such a concept. Ve'ulam, Cedar um Whoops, just read that. It could be backwards, no? Right, it could, it could, it could slip, yes. That's yes, 100%, 100%, for sure. Um, but even when it goes backwards, it's also part of the problem. That's also part of the kasha that if the world's constantly being recreated, it shouldn't be able to go backwards either, right? Um, and this... Uh, you know, there's, there, are, there are power points, power stations, and power points to access here, 
that are there to channel this this energy and are there to tap into to use as a means of upgrading the world, of raising the world. Vitala, where's that coming from? Again, the unspoken question over here is, if Hashem, from His perspective, is every 24 hours cycling once again through what originally went into the world, how is the world not the original world? Every 24 hours, where's that coming from? How, how, does, that, how does that work together with what Hashem does every 24 hours in the world? Where's that coming from? How does that stim and lumdus, we would say? Yeah, how, how does that reconcile itself with Hashem's system of recycling everything? So here is the kicker. Here, here's, here's how the whole thing works. This hamshacha, this, this, this PowerPoint, this idea that there is a source that, uh, that, that is constantly available and is constantly upgrading and is what allows the world to be on a constant move higher, upwards and forwards and not be the same world that it was yesterday and the day before and last week and last month and last year, being a higher world, a world that's more in sync with God and is more receptive to godliness, that is all coming from our activity down here. We are the ones that are <clears throat> harnessing that power. We are the ones that are providing that power. We're the ones that are presenting that power. We're the ones that are harnessing that power um, with our lightning rods. We are those lightning rods that are conducting it down here. So it's coming from us, not coming from Hashem's recycling. Hashem is doing His thing. We are doing our thing, and that source of power down here that allows the world to access that and be higher and become higher and constantly higher and greater and upgraded comes from what we do. Um, <clears throat> comes from what we do. We're able to do that. So to say that differently, see even though one one would ask at this point, well we're just delaying the question somewhere else. But the question was how can the world constantly be on, on the move and growing if the world is constantly being locked into the recycling of the you know, every 24 hours of the original six days of activity, the answer is, oh, that, you know, that's, um, that's, <clears throat> that's coming from us. We are able to bring that down. So then one would ask, okay, but we're also being constantly recreated every 24 hours. So we just move the question from the universe to us. How can we be bringing new aspects into the world if we're being recreated every 24 hours. So <clears throat> the answer to that, what the Ramchal is really doing over here, is showing us that there's two partners in creation, right? Like there's partners in Torah, there's also partners in creation. And Hashem is a creator, and every 24 hours Hashem is recycling the six days of creation, Hashem's input. We, we are also, so to speak, creators, maybe not with a capital C, but with a lowercase C, or a middle case C. Um, <clears throat> we are also non-stop, 24-7, around the clock, bring creational energy into this world. And there's, what Hashem brings in, this is what we bring in. Hashem re-injects and infuses into the world every 24 hours the whole range of all of Hashem's creational energy that went over the six days of creation, which is exactly what it was back then, it is yet again today. And in terms of, it's a very deep idea, but this is the the, 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 at the core of what the Ramchal is sharing with us over here, at the same time, we, Klai are responsible for his chachos, um that's being presented to the world every 24 hours. 
abilities to be greater than we were the day before. The, the ability for the world to be higher than it was the day before. The ability for humanity, mankind, and the entire Bria to be a different Bria than it was the day before. We are the ones that are injecting that, inserting that into the Bria. Everybody understand? That Hashem has given that over to us. That's an amazing idea. <clears throat> so there's two different creational energies that are going into the entire Bria every 24 hours. There's what the Bani Shalom has, his, his, his input and our input. So this notion that there is a there are power points, these power stations in the Bria that allows the, the Bria to access that and constantly be on the move and be on the rise. That's coming from us. The, the, the ability for the world to constantly be upgrading itself. That Kedusha, that the world can be ever uh, ever, ever climbing and, and ever approaching being more and more and more of a refined Kli, that is from our activity, that's our creational activity. And what specifically of our activity is allowing the world to have this ability to raise itself constantly? That is the action specifically of Kleisel down here that are <clears throat> constantly providing the entire Bria with that ability, that power station. Who? Mesor Adam Esnafshoi Al Kiddush Shemo Yisbarach. Nefesh, giving up one's existence for God. Giving up one's very existence for God, that is what's actually pulling this off. That is what produces <clears throat> and provides, presents the world with that nexus, with that power station, the ability to be more makabal HaKadosh Baruch Oiris, be more of a refined Kli, make the world into more of a refined Kli. That ability for the world to be constantly upgrading, to constantly be able to break out and break beyond of the way it looked during the six days, Sheshes and Mebreshes, comes specifically from, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> from Messiris Nefesh. From Messiris Nefesh, from our willingness and readiness and in actuality giving up one's life and existence for Hashem Himself. Here it says Let, sacrificing his life. So actually means sacrificing life or is sacrificing? Let's see, we're going to see that in two levels. We'll see that in two levels. Very good. The Gam Yesh Madregas. Even when we talk about giving up one's existence for Hashem, for Hashem's Kedusha, Hashem's Sanctity, it also comes in different levels. Exactly what Stan was just asking. When a person actually gives up his life for Hashem in an active sense, you know? Rachmanul Islam. Uh, there in the Spanish Inquisition, staring down the auto de fe. Um, he's there with his, um, uh, you know, the firing squad. He's being told, renounce your God or we, or we open fire. The person's doing that uh, uh, certainly. If a person, Rahman Islam, finds himself in such a situation and is forced to renounce his life, Mamish, Baruch Hu, certainly says the Ramchal Yamshech or Gedoylo, he brings down upon himself and to this world tremendous amount of energy, light, lichtigkeit, illumination, and 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 um, He is making the bria go in very very significant way, in a very serious way, um, much closer to its state of ultimate perfection of being the ultimate. Kli, the ultimate vessel that can house and receive 
Hashem's glory, when a person really gives up his life, he did a tikkun atzum, brought the world in a, in, in, in a very significant, significant major qualitative way closer to that. And he brought into his world, again, an extreme amount of kiddush, of sanctification, elevation, and illumination, when he actually did it, when he actually did it. Certainly that's the ultimate. When a person really gives up his life, he's, he's making the world... In a, in a very, 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 very um, serious and significant way, come much closer to the ultimate utopian, perfected state where this Bria is nothing but a kli to allow Kaddish Baruch Hu to inhabit this world. As we said, the ultimate madrega in this world is not for the world to be misbat, to be destroyed, but the ultimate madrega, the ultimate goal of this creation is for it to be the ultimate vessel to house Hashem Shechina, the ultimate kli, and nothing but a clue with no interference. So a person did, did um, a um, high-level act of bringing the world all the more closer to being that clue. That's when he actually gives up his life. Um, in Melo, there's no there's a significant amount of the forces of darkness, of Chayshech and Toma, Kaychas Atoma, Kaychas Arau, those forces of evil and darkness have been dispelled because there's nowhere for them to be. There's no... The Kli can't contain them anymore. He's, he, in Mamela, they're driven out. Um, when a person actually gives up his life. Uh, he's going to give us now the, uh, the lower levels of that as well. A person doesn't actually give his life. But, uh, you know, it's said over, they say the, um, I think the Vilna Gain said that, uh, you guys know the, the, the story, Avram ben Avram, the Gir Tzedek that, was, uh, that, that lived in the times of the Vilna Gain. Avram ben Avram, who knows where this is? It's a famous book. You guys read the book? No, no we know the story. What? You know the story. I saw the movie. Tell the story. I don't much. Sure. I may, may know it. I'm not sure. I don't know. There was a, a, a someone of French nobility, German nobility, European nobility, Polish. I don't remember. It was someone of nobility, um, a guy, and he he decides to convert to Judaism. And they found out, and this is in the 1700s, where, you know, where the, like executing people for converting to Jews wasn't really a thing anymore. But since he became, he came from such nobility, so it was, it was a tremendous scandal, it was very scandalous to the house of whatever, wherever he was from, and those details I don't remember. Um, but he converted, he converted under the auspices of the Vilna Gun, he became a Geretzetic, became a Jew, and he refused to renounce his Judaism. Um, and they said, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to, we're going we're gonna to burn you at the stake, we're going to burn you at the stake. He said, I don't care, you can burn me at the stake. So they had him in a holding cell, they were hoping that he was going to um, renege, because it was a tremendous embarrassment to that, that, that royal family. And the Gain told him, actually, the Gain said, you know, if you want, I can get you out of prison through, through uh, Shemais, through, uh, you know, I know how to permutate certain names of God, I can get you out of jail, I can spare your life. He said, no, I, this, I know this is why I converted. This was, um, this is my destiny. And if this is what, um, you know, they're, they're threatening me with, this is clearly the reason why my neshava is put down here, why I converted is to make this Kiddush Hashem. I don't, I don't want to give up this opportunity. So they burnt him at the stake. This is Avram ben Avram. Avram, the son of Avram, a Gerasetic. And the guy said afterwards, after he was, um, and this hadn't happened, you know, for centuries. It wasn't a thing anymore. The Jews were giving up their lives uh, for Kiddush for Hashem. The guy said, it said in the name of the guy, it said in the name of the guy that, that um, if it was up to him, 
what, what Avram Ben Avram did by giving up his life, the kedusha, the tikkunim, which is a word that are lifted right out of what the Ramchal that we're learning right now. The Ramchal really helps us understand this line that's attributed to the Vilna Gaon. He said, the the perfection, the completion, the shlemus and tikkunim that this Ger Tzedek um, effected and pulled off when he gave up his life, to sanctify God's name, are of such magnitude, such magnitude, that he really would, it says the guy, if it was up to me, I would, I would repeal that halacha, the halacha that when you wake up in the morning, you know, you wash your hands, nagavaser. Why do we wash our hands and when we wake up in the morning? Because when you're asleep at night, there's tumma, residual tumma on your hands. He said that tumma is not really around anymore. That tumma is 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 is, is, is non-existent. Avram ben Avram giving up his life, so the guy who was able to sense that the bulk of the of, of the powers of darkness in this world, the responsible for that tumma, were, were were simply banished. We're banished, and yeah, we, we can't, we don't, you know, we're not. Um, liberal usually about eliminating halachas and modifying shulchan aruch. Once it's there, it's there, we do it. But said the guy, the tumma is really not there anymore. The tumma is not there. This is a line that's attributed to the Vilna Gain. The tumma is not really there anymore. The tumma that comes on your, that's there on your hands when you wake up in the morning, it comes, it's linked to kaychas ha-tumma, kaychas rather in there in the Bria. Avram ben Avram got rid of all those kaychas ha-tumma. Now, I know you hear that and like, it sounds like something that's just happening on the level of spookiness. A spooky kind of idea. One of these things that that, that um, you know, okay, we don't understand, we're never going to understand it, but with the Ramchal, we do understand it. When a Yid gives up his his um, his uh, life, the Kaddish Shem Shemaim, he is making the world a, all the more of a Kli Kibble, just a perfected vessel, which is only there to be Makabal, um, the Shechina, and there to has Hashem and, 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 and nothing else. And, 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 are only able to be in a world where the Kli is, is a contaminated Kli, where the Kli itself, the, the Bria as a vessel, has imperfections, has flaws. Um, an imperfect flaw, a vessel with, can house imperfect things. A flawed vessel can have flawed items. A flawless vessel can only have perfection in it. Um, he did so much in perfecting the world that the Kaychas were were were... Um, de facto banished because there's nowhere for them to be anymore. This is a line that's attributed to the Vilna Gain. Again, we do wash our hands in the morning because that's what we're told to do. Um, that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. We wash our hands for Negevas in the morning. We still do that. But it said in the name of the Gain, already for the last 250 years, um, these Kaychas uh, that are responsible for the Tumah have been greatly, greatly, greatly diminished. This is what it said in the name of the Vilna Gain. I, I know there was uh, once a, a Bachar at Eish who told me he asked a big, um, big mashpia, a big mechanach, a big rosh hashiva in Eretz Yisrael, if, if uh, you can take this going to the bank. If this is just one of these things that people say, or, or if this is a real bona fide statement. And he told me that he was told that that uh, this this is a this going is verified. Um, you can take it to the bank, and you can bank on it. So it's just I'm speaking that out now, not as an aside, but more as an illustration of of what the Vilna, of what the uh, the Ramchal rather is saying over here, that the Rebbeinu has linked this um, ability for the world to, although on the one hand the world is constantly just being recycled through the original Sheshes Mevarishes, at the same time the world is constantly ready and capable of getting upgraded. Becoming polished, becoming further refined, allowing more shechina, more kedusha, more ha'aris of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, more oiris to come in here, 
And that ability to constantly be breaking out of the Sheshim vibrations comes from us, and specifically from being moister nefesh, giving up one's existence for God. And the more you do, the more it's really, really, really done, the more the Bria is just becoming polished, sparkling, and shining, and they're approaching that Kli that can only house HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This again ties very nicely into the story with Avram ben Avram, that his mysterious nefesh banished the Kaychas HaToma that are responsible for the Toma that you have on your hands. So that's the ultimate. The ultimate of doing this is actually giving up your life. Says the guy, says the Ramchal, below that we have a Hamasir b'machshava, mentally giving up your life. Doing it on a mental plane. Mentally giving up your life for God. Visualizing it. Being mentally ready to do it and prepared to do it and, and acting it out uh, on, 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 a, on, a, on a level of the imagination. Tahainu. Having resolved that I'm prepared to do it, I'm willing to do it, and I would do it. Like we wrote, that's also bringing down this um, this this power, this this uh, nexus, this ability to have have um, available down here. A, a, a just a reserve of energy that allows the world to upgrade itself, that allows Klai Yisrael to tap into and upgrade themselves and the world, that's coming down on, on a lower sense, but it still is brought down by a person just having the mental resolve to be prepared to do that. It's not going to be as powerful as a person who actually gives up his life, but it certainly will, will um, reinforce, <coughs> excuse me, and bring down that, that ability of the world for the world to access that. Um, yeah, so now, the world, every 24 hours, is being cycled through the original six days of creations, creational energy and activities. That's what Hashem does. The world also, every 24 hours, needs the ability for it to be upgraded and constantly being refined and constantly approaching its ultimate state of perfection. And that comes from our activities. And every 24 hours, that has to be reintroduced into the Bria, because every 24 hours, the Bria itself has to have the ability to constantly be on the mood, to constantly be upgrading. So every 24 hours, we need what Hashem provides to the world, we need Hashem's input, but we need the input of Klai Yisrael to give the world the ability to be constantly upgraded. How do we introduce that into the world on the constant basis? We need Jews every 24 hours to be giving up their lives for God, because that's what presents the world with this, with this power, with this ability, and this potential, is Messias Nefesh. How do you insert that on a 24-hour basis with Jews? Every 24 hours, we have to find someone who's going to give up his life? No, we don't. That's where Shema comes in. Having that wired into the daily cycling of the breath, every 24 hours to make sure the world is constantly able to polish itself up, constantly able to become that perfectly, constantly able to break beyond the barriers, go beyond our limitations, for that it's sufficient to have a mental resolve, a mental readiness and preparedness to give up one's life. That's enough to ground this every 24 hours and to introduce us into the Bria, the fact that it's done mentally. That's what we're doing twice a day when we say Shema, that's the idea of Messias Nefesh. So, incredible, amazing. One more level of Kavana that's going on. When a Yid says Shema twice a day, you know what we're doing? In addition to everything else that we said in previous paragraphs, in addition to Yichra Bayri, in addition to Kabbalah Zomachu Shemaim, we are giving the entire Bria the ability to upgrade itself. We are reintroducing into the Bria our creational input. We are reinserting into the Bria that power station that allows the Bria to be 
on the move constantly to be a different breed than it was the day before. To be week by week, month by month, day by day, a different universe. We are doing that every time we say Shema. Twice a day. The daytime zone and the nighttime zone, we are constantly re-imbuing imbuing that back into the breed once again. Half of a fellow, what an amazing thing, an amazing ability that we have and what we're responsible for when we're saying Shema. Again, Without that constantly being reintroduced to the Bria from our perspective, it would only be HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then the Bria is kind of fixed. The Bria is, 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 is uh, in stasis. The Bria is the same Bria that it was of Sheshit and Mevrashit every 24 hours, again and again and again and again and again. That's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's um, perspective, from the input that he's providing, Machadosh B'chayim Ton Masa he's putting the original six days in every 24 hours. What gives the Bria its wings, its ability to fly and soar and climb and upgrade? That's us, and we're doing that twice a day by saying Shema. So we should do a very good, better be doing a good job over here. The more we do it, obviously, the more we have this in mind, the more we are bringing that power into the Bria. Again, the resulting effect, the, the product of, 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 of having in mind that we're being Meiser Nefesh, when we say Shema, is reintroducing this into the Bri every 24 hours, the ability for further illumination, further tikkunim, higher, greater, and richer growth than the Bria had the day before. Than the Bria had the day before. Losis loktsas ilui menachol to allow it to, again, climb above the choyshech more so than it climbed the day before. To get a little higher, a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. Based on its starting point, we allow the breed to constantly be breaking out of its limitations, breaking out of the structure that it had yesterday. Constantly being upgraded. So let's just speak out a few things. That brings us to the end of the paragraph, but let's, let's just allow ourselves to, to um, linger and bask in these, the, 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 the glow and the shine of these ideas that the Ramachal is sharing with us, such empowering ideas over here. Um, so first of all, we see a few things. Not only um, the Bria needs our Shema, and not only the Bria is, is gaining something from our Shema, but the Bria is gaining something new every day from Shema that it didn't get the day before. The Bria is constantly able to have that capacity to become a different Bria, a higher Bria, an upgraded Bria. And, you know, you can have a good Shema Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and every day you brought the Bria higher and higher, but what you're going to say on Shabbos is going to go even beyond that. And then Sunday after that, even higher, and Monday even higher, and Tuesday even higher. And every year is able to, in increments, upgrade the Bria constantly. So it's not like that ability to rise and climb has to be reintroduced, but it's the same ability that I'm giving the Bri every single day? No. It's every day it's an upgrade to that upgrading capacity. So every day the Bri is therefore expanding even more than it was the day before and more polished than it was the day before. The, the, there's the ultimate state of the Bri is the ultimately with no flaws, with no blemishes, which is, you know, we're finally going to reach that in Mashiach site when Mashiach comes. We should see it speedily in our times. But even before that ultimate level, there's the, the ultimate polishedness. There is, you know, degree by degree by degree by degree getting there, and that every every degree that we approach that is is an, a, 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 
is getting us exponentially closer in a degree, a degree of polishing that allows the Shekhinah to come in even more so than it did the day before. Okay? So the Bria needs us to be, requires us to do this in Shema, to get the Bria there, to allow the Bria to become more and more perfected, and it's progressive and cumulative in that every day with its Shema is doing something the previous day didn't do even with its Shema, which also allows us to really appreciate a very, very um, um, uh, uh, what's the right word for this? I don't know, scathing, a very, very, very uh, scathing Mishnah in the Chagiga that we had very recently when we did Mizachas Chagiga. Arthur was there, Ramesha was there. There's a Mishnah Chagiga that is referring to the perspective. What's the right take on a Yid who one day forgets to say Shema? A Mishnah Chagiga. Has the Mishnah described a Yid that forgets to say Shema one day? Remember this Mishnah? Leaves the hole in the map or something. <coughs> Leaves a hole in the map, yes. What's Chazal say in such biting, scathing terms? Ah, yes. What has been um, bent can no longer be straightened, and what is lacking can never be made up. What's lacking can never be made up. Instead, the Mishnah applies that to a guy who misses Krishma one day of his life. One Krishma missed one day of his life. Chesron la is what's lacking can never be made up. Well, I'll say Shema tomorrow. I'll say Shema tonight. So I miss my Krishna tomorrow. I'll say it tonight. Chesron la is So the Pashat is, yeah, well, you know, when we go through the whole list of everything he did in his life. So Sunday morning's Krishna on January 17th is never going to be made up again. Okay. With Ramchal, we understand how it means so much more than that. Every day when you say Shema, you bring the, the, the universe one step closer, increment, increment, fraction by fraction, closer and more and more of an upgrade. So by you missing that Shema, the Bri is missing an upgrade that it's never going to be able to get now. You'll give it an upgrade tomorrow, but that's tomorrow's upgrade. Tomorrow's upgrade with today's upgrade would have been a higher upgrade, and you missed out on that. You're never going to get it back, because Shema is something you only have twice a day. Unless it's proper, You're never going to get it back. Proper tshuva, it's proper, if a person feels really bad. Maybe. 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 But it has to be deep level truth. That Shema you're never going to get again. Never going to get it. That Shema you're never going to get again. Chesron la yucha So we understand with such clarity, you know, how to, what, what the real pshat in that mission is, because this is where it's at in, in, in supplying the Bria with that, with that, uh, with what it needs. Um, yeah, why is it, just to finish off with this, let, let's wrap this up. Why, why is it specifically that Mesiris Nefesh is what brings this every 24 hours back into the Bria. So the idea is, is, is quite simple, really. Um, what we need to bring into the Bria is the ability to break out of one's limitations, to break out of one's curtain, current setup. The Bria, from the Shei Shemei it has a very specific setup that Hashem gives it. But every day we want to break out of that and break out of those limitations, expand the Bria, expand, expand, expand. Expansion requires, you know, just like on a home, you want to expand a home. How do you expand a home? You have to knock down some walls, right? You can't. You just try expanding the house as is. You can end up with a with a with a with a, with a very awkward kind of house. That's not how you expand the house. A real expansion requires destruction. Sometimes you have to throw away your garbage. Sometimes you have to throw away your garbage. The house is really old. You have to the whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Sometimes you got to destroy the whole thing. But for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, uh, when I was first mayor, we were living in a neighborhood in Shlem called Nachlaot. Nachlaot. 
which was, you know, was um, Havel's. It was Havel's very old neighborhood, but it became a very ritzy neighborhood. And in the space of just a couple of years, after when we were beginning to move out, we were there for Shana Rishayna, and then we moved out. But we saw this beginning to happen. It was going through, you know, what they call uh, gentrification. Gentrification. It means that you can't afford to buy your home anymore, where you, where you live, you currently live. You can no longer afford it. Mean, up the neighborhood, right? it, means, yeah. it means, yeah, where the neighborhood goes from the slums to a, to a ritzy upper-class neighborhood, where it, um, yeah, that kind of, that kind of uh, movement. Um, so the people, people with money, because it it's a nice location, it's right next to uh, that big park on soccer, and it's a, like prime real estate Shook. center. The Shook, mm-hmm. right, uh, the, uh, right next to the Knesset. You, you stand on your professor and wave at uh, Bibi. So, uh, <laughs> so it, it was, you know, very prime locations. People, these, these, these wealthy, very, very wealthy foreigners were buying hovels, knocking them down, and building these, you know, palaces over there. So, yeah, sometimes you need to knock the whole thing down. But in any case, the Bria needs to be able to expand every day. Expansion requires demolition, and that's linked to the ultimate demolition, which is that everything happens in centers around us, Klai Yisrael. Everything begins with us and ends with us. For that power to be brought into the world, a Yid has to be prepared to do the ultimate self, uh, ultimate demolition of self to allow Hashem's um, essence to come in here, and that's what Mesir Snefesh is. Mesir Snefesh is the ultimate um, giving up one's own essence and existence to break out of those limitations that are that are right now currently restricted by my very existence. So I'm giving up my existence to allow Hashem's essence to come down. That's the what lies at the heart of, of the, the, within the reality as well, within the brio, the physical reality around us, to allow that expansion to occur, there has been the breakdown, a destruction of a Jew giving up his life for the expansion of, of the of the world through Hashem's Shechina, so that spills over on the global level. Okay, I said that quickly, I kind of compressed it, maybe we'll start again with that tomorrow, but we'll move on to Vav tomorrow also. Sure. I had an interesting uh, insight into what you just said.